Hey everyone, happy to have you here for another episode of Legacy Matters. Today, as usual, we will talk about whatever comes up with a slight leaning toward discussions of preserving your legacy, preparing for things to come, and sharing stories we find amusing. Just starting to record. Oh, is everything working? Is my thing on? Yeah, you're on there. Why do I sound strange? Well, because you're sitting a little too far away, I think. Oh, it, this side doesn't work. Oh, well, there you go. That's now it's working. Oh. Uh, yeah, so uh, welcome, everybody. Welcome, audience. Uh, of Hi, Dad. Greg. Greg, my dad. He's <laughs> yeah. our one trader. You should do it. Awesome. You, should, uh, you should give him a color early, like just right away. So oh, he, so maybe he doesn't have do to suffer through the whole thing. Magenta. And then we're going to do another one at the end, hopefully. Okay. Then I'll see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, there it is. so to so that we know that he listens, uh, he will text her the colors later in the sure. day. Oh yeah. my God, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, that's it's great. really cute. How sweet. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. A big supporter. Uh, and uh, let's do some introductions, Jim. I'll let you. I, I'm it. I'm here. I'm here. Jim's here. Uh, our friend Betsy's here. Hi. Betsy, you want to introduce yourself? I'm Betsy. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> What's your last name? Weiner. Weiner. Okay. Yeah. Nice to meet uh, everybody. Nice to meet you, Betsy. <laughs> <laughs> nice to see you again, Betsy. <laughs> so you two have known each other a while, I assume. We have. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I said that. I said that when uh, Katie Ufus was in. Yeah. And, and, and then Katie she said, looked at me like, no, I actually just met him last week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was our death doula that yeah. was in here. Okay. That would be a good one. You, oh, super uh, you interesting and, conversation. Yeah, you and uh, okay. Katie actually would. I, we talked about it at uh, coffee that, yeah. the other day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Love so, to meet her. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So. so. But Betsy and I know each other um, for quite some years, actually. Long time. So, yeah, long time. Yeah. Yep. Where are you from originally? I'm Just, from here. I'm from Minneapolis. Yeah, I grew you, up in Edina. Okay. And I left when I was 18 and moved to L.A. and swore to never return. Oh, I oh. thought you were just about to tell me that you, you left and moved to Minneapolis from Edina. I'm like, oh, and you crossed the street. A big move. You? A big move. Into the big city. You know, I left Edina and I just never went back. Yeah. <laughs> So you were out in L.A. I was in L.A. for eight years and, okay. and came back here and thought it would just be a couple years, but mm-hmm. ended up being 20 plus years. Mm-hmm. Now I've been back. So mm-hmm. it's I'm home. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. I, I love I mean, I've lived a lot of places and I yeah. love Minneapolis. I love what it. did you do in L.A.? Well, I, I went to school for a minute <laughs> and then uh, I dropped out of school and stayed and worked. I worked as a photo stylist mostly for a few okay. years. Yeah, it was a really fun job. I got to dress people. Mm-hmm. That was fun. <laughs> that is fun. Yeah, it was yeah. great. Yeah. Um, and then I went back to school. I went back to college. Okay. So, Can we ask what you studied? I was an art history major at the oh, time. Uh-huh. Um, out in L.A.? Out in L.A. Okay. for the few years that I actually went to school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, I have a, me, and, me and school have a tangled history. <laughs> Do you too? History. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I went to five different universities, oh, five I, different colleges. Did you I really? I managed yeah. two I didn't know that. degrees, but okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only got a degree from one. Yeah. <laughs> what, what schools did you go to? I thought I'd try them all out. Well, I started out at Chapman College yeah. in Orange, California. You know what? I did know that. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know the rest. Okay. Well, (laughs) uh, ended up at uh, Santa Monica College, junior college. 
for yeah. about a year and a half, transferred to USC. Yep. And then I came back here, I went to the U, mm-hmm. and then I eventually graduated from St. Thomas. So oh. I made the rounds. St. Thomas. Wow. Tommy. Yeah. You're nice, Tom. nice Jewish girl graduating yes. from a Catholic university. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's... um. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Got to represent. I guess I don't know. you do. The token. I don't know. They oh were lovely. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's got a great reputation. It's, it's a, a great, great school. school. Yeah. 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 I got a great education. So, ended up with a degree in speech communications. Okay. So, right. Oh, boy. Okay. Interesting. Have there, you used the degree or no? I suppose I talk kind of for, I do. I talk okay. for a living. Yeah. So, oh. I guess. Are you using some of those. You I didn't suppose tell us I am. that yeah. you were inviting someone with a degree in talking onto our oh, podcast. Boy. Like, now. Now you're just going to end up Listen, I'm not Sam can talk. Well, I'm not educated in it, though. I just do it. I'm like Mm. a self-taught talker. Sure. Sure. You're doing great so Ah, far. Thanks, thanks. (laughs) Yeah, I'd always worried about that. So (laughs) so I'll... uh, And so you're, you're using that in the sense that you talk to people, but you also have a lot of other things that you're doing how recently did you get into this uh meditation and whatever yoga. what are you doing oh what, yeah. what do i do yeah what do you do what's, what's what are you doing over there what is all this yeah. stuff i was just gonna go into the band stuff that's you know because i want to talk uh, yeah. about music but no no that's great we can get right to that too i'm, I'm just kidding you, you whatever know. you want to do i don't want to get between you poor guys. betsy like she's a, like which way do i go now i don't know Maybe no, you, why don't you just go yeah, listen to me and why don't i yeah. listen to sarah okay. yeah you, these two just can go rah, rah, all the time. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. That's no, true. Um, <laughs> talk about your holistic wellness business and yeah. yoga and kind of the services you offer and what kind of spurred you into getting into that. Sure. Well, I've been a yoga teacher for almost 20 years. So I've been teaching for almost 20 years. I started practicing mm-hmm. in the early 90s in LA. So before when, it was before mainstream. it was mainstream when it was really just Madonna, I think. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> before Yes. Could I um could I say that my impression of all of that is that it may have been mainstream in California, but us upper Midwesterners were like, oh, look at those weirdos out there doing these things. Is that is that fair or is that just sort of a stereotype Super, no, I had? No, that's totally fair. I mean, my relationship with yoga before being in LA before experiencing that was like Lilius Follin on TV with her unitard mm-hmm. and yes. like plants on a stage mm-hmm. doing cat and cow for a half an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, Fancy. Yeah. So my relationship to yoga before that was sort of like you said, that Midwestern kind of, what is that's weird. What are they doing? Ah, I feel like that's our entire youth. Everything, everything that may have been looked at as higher culture in oh. some way was like, Puh. Weirdos. We, we don't do that around here. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, Look at those freaks. You, know, you don't do yeah. all the nice things that make people feel good. Right. Okay, that's, fine. That's only for California. Look at, I, bet, I bet they even eat vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh. Right. For sure. I mean, my, my first ever yoga class I went to was with a, a friend of mine who ultimately became my first teacher, this guy, John Robb. And he said, you got to come with me to this Ashtanga class. It's a Mysore class. I'm like, I don't know what that is, but sure, I'll go right. do that. And showed up to what was then the only yoga work studio. Hmm. Um, it's now a huge <laughs> industry. Yoga mm-hmm. Works has studios on both coasts. And mm. I think they're a giant corporation at this point. But sure. It was one studio, and we walked into class. And in a Mysore class, nobody's talking you through the practice. 
So you just know the practice. So I walked in. (laughs) There were like 25 people around me like chanting and then started doing this practice. And I'm like, what is this? Right. They're like floating and flying and handstanding. And it was the craziest thing. And it sounded this ujjayi, this powerful breath. And at first I had a a little bit of that Midwestern. I would have to run. I mean, I, I mean, it would be as a comfortable, uh, uncomfortable as a but, dance floor. Or something. But something. <laughs> oh my can't, god! Can't do that either. Holy crap! They're dancing in there. I gotta run. I'm out. Yeah, this is weird. Someone's gonna ask me. I know it. I gotta go. <laughs> All right, but there was something about it that did it grab you right away. Yeah, I, I, it did. My. The, there was a, a rhythm. Uh, uh, there was something, and I grew up dancing, so uh, yeah, so yeah. I definitely felt that flow, mm-hmm. that spaciousness mm-hmm. that right. I had not experienced yeah. since. Mm-hmm. Sure, and in a systematic way. And of course, everybody. It was. Uh, it's also you know Santa Monica and L.A. in the mm-hmm. early '90s. So it was like beautiful bodies and beautiful people and right. So. I was drawn to it. Right, I was drawn to it right away, yeah. and thought, "Well, I want, I want that, whatever mm-hmm. that is. I want, mm-hmm. <laughs> I want uh-huh. that, whatever that, that is. That fe- it felt good." So, so you were there at the yeah. very, very beginning of yeah this movement. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was really my introduction. My mm-hmm. he, my friend John, then went to India and studied with Patabi Joyce and got certified to teach and came back and was teaching out of his garage and mm. so I went because it was cheap right. <laughs> I could right. go practice yeah. mm-hmm. you know and learned the primary series and and started practicing it just became the it became really the center of my life mm. uh, yeah, and he's, he was point. teaching out of his garage is yeah. that what you said yeah. yeah I can't even isn't that a interesting yeah. thought yeah I mean when you think about the yoga studios today oh, yeah, I right. mean like right. I can't even imagine that no yeah I mean there's when someone says I brew beer in the garage, <laughs> right. you're like, yeah, you probably right. do, don't you? <laughs> but yoga? Yeah, I don't know. That's a, I right. may have had to pass on that, too. I don't know. <laughs> Thanks to the pinball machine, right? the extra fridge, right. whatever else was in there. Right. Nice, uh, nice shovel. Yeah. <laughs> so you started that so in California. That was, yeah, so that was yeah. out in California. And so I felt really drawn to that community then also. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a really, it felt like a family mm-hmm. and yeah. I, I didn't have a lot of family out there so it really it became its own family mm-hmm. and so that was great so that was really my introduction to it and my whole life really I've been a seeker so I've been interested in spiritual pursuits and knowledge information about all kinds of things mm-hmm. um, certainly about holistic health I suffered from a lot of digestive issues as a kid, and mm. I thought I could heal myself even when I was little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know why my mm-hmm. parents would, mostly my mom was like, take some Pepto-Bismol or whatever <laughs> it was, and I remember thinking, this stuff is poison, mm. like there's no way. Right. So I had all kinds of crazy theories when I was a kid and tried to educate myself, and oh, wow. I, it just has continued, mm-hmm. I suppose. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, I'm interested in that one. Oh, I'm, yeah. 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 The crazy uh-huh. theories. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, you're you're, you're talking to the right crowd. Yes. Also, am I? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. So I, when I was uh, not to dominate, I was. No, I was still, is there something you guys want to say? Well, no, yeah, okay. there will be. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. You, yeah, it's this whole talking thing. <laughs> okay. No, when I was when I was around eight years old, I I developed psoriasis over ninety percent of my body. So and that's you know it's an autoimmune response to stress. Mm-hmm. So. It didn't affect necessarily, I wasn't crying every day because I was a kid and I was like, well, you know, whatever. But 
what it what it did lead it, it sort of led down a, a lifetime path of trying to figure out how to have a, a better inner dialogue with the parts of me that want to attack and kill me when so my immune system will respond to stress or to certain things by over creating skin cells mm -hmm. and i feel at least in some way that i can help control that mm -hmm. by by calming what i know to be a stress that should stress me but just saying listen you're going to get through this mm -hmm. work it out and it's sort of an inner meditation that i've mm -hmm. kind of been forced to have all my life around that because of that illness so so when you say when you were young and you thought you could cure yourself mm -hmm. I was thinking the same things, mm -hmm. and in certain ways, I feel like there have been things that I have done that have certainly affected the course of my health. Mm -hmm. You know, just from internal dialogue, kind of. And how did you? How did you get to that? How did you come to that at that uh, age? God, I don't know. I really, I, I there's a, I don't know when I exactly came to it, but um, I do remember sort of a pivotal moment in in third grade when. Uh, actually, it was sixth grade. In third grade, I went to a school in Elk River, and then I moved away for fourth and fifth grade. So each of those years, I was a little bit ostracized because of this ugly skin condition I had. But I managed through it anyway. I had good friends and everything. But when I moved back, third grade was the, the worst of those years for my skin condition, for psoriasis, and the worst of the years of being teased for it. And when I moved back, the one kid who had been friendly to me the entire year was at the new school that I moved to, and it, we picked up a friendship right away like we always had. And I just remember thinking at some point during that process that, like, this guy liked me no matter what I was mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. and so it, it obviously mustn't matter mm -hmm. that I'm not perfect in the mm -hmm. way these other people want me to be perfect because this guy is such a great guy. and. He still likes me. So. Oh, my gosh. Who knew it was going there? Not, no, makes it podcast of Sam. But, um, yeah, right. but it just explains. Okay. Thanks for showing up, Betsy. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we're done for the day. We'll see you guys later. <laughs> so, what, you know, Betsy can speak to this, too, the idea of resiliency. And what I'm thinking of, you know, you're talking about your childhood stories. I didn't have that so much. I've developed that in the past eight years and it started with watching Brian Greene's The Fabric of the Cosmos on PBS the physicist string theory mm -hmm. yep. physicist Brian Greene out of New York mm -hmm. and just kind of learning about space and quantum theory which I think is so fascinating and then that kind of trickled down into this and this and this so that whole idea of um, kind of wellness that you can control your body or at least your reactions to it is something we're not taught in this society we're not taught in school Maybe our parents' generation didn't necessarily have, you know, privy to that information. So that's what fascinates me now is how can we inject that into, you know, your children, my nieces and nephews, the next generation to give them those tool sets moving forward. Yeah, I mean, that would be 100%. ideal. Yeah. Our, I mean, our medical system is really great when you have trauma. Mm -hmm. If you are in a horrible car accident and you mm -hmm. need immediate surgery, that mm -hmm. is, you don't want to put a crystal on it. Mm -mm. Right. You want to go to the emergency <laughs> yeah. room and have them sew your arm back on or mm -hmm. whatever. Right. You know? Good point. Um, but for many things, the medical system just doesn't, they don't have answers. Mm -hmm. And um, we spend so much time looking at 
taking care of symptoms, taking care of, yeah. of what seems the most present right away, mm -hmm. that we've lost sight of what it means to live in a state of prevent of prevention. Yep. So right. what does that mean? And that's mm -hmm. something that means something different for everybody. Right. So someone whose body responds to stress with um, making too many skin cells or, or psoriasis, somebody's body who responds to stress by creating ulcers and stomach pain, someone right. who gets headaches, someone, yeah. whatever those things are, if you're not in, if you're not listening to the information, mm -hmm. then you're just being given, you know, a pill to say, oh, well, here it'll make you stop itching. Right. Here it'll make the stomach ache go away. But you never have an opportunity to, to really, um, you build a sense of resilience, but also a sense of empowerment mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. I'm capable of more mm -hmm. than I than I think I am. Right. 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 Oh, I'm so, right there with you. It's a very yeah. powerful feeling once you realize that. And yeah. it's it's somewhat indescribable, or maybe it's just that we don't do a great job of describing we it. We don't talk about it. Yeah. People think it's, mm -hmm. you know, I'm some friends and family, I can talk about it, but unless you've kind of gone down that avenue yourself and started exploring, it sounds a little bit new to new age or kind of out mm -hmm. there and it's really yeah. not it's really not no i mean so, the, the the ancient sorry to interrupt no. the sort of the ancient um chinese emperors you know mm -hmm. the doctors mm -hmm. they would be killed if the emperor got sick because their job was to keep him well <laughs> wow that's so stressful the whole, the whole like, no pressure like the emperor got a cold you right, know right. like take the guy out and shoot him or whatever right but but that whole concept that the focus is instead how do we keep ourselves well right. versus I'm just managing you mm -hmm. know the whack-a-mole yeah. style of well this is happening this is happening and that sort of thing interesting yeah. yeah and those are some of the things that you talk about too so much yeah mm -hmm. I mean just so ad nauseum <laughs> so yeah yeah but I mean you have the blog here you know you have you use. have a I lot think so. yeah yeah <laughs> and what is the blog name we should tell people yeah it's just on my website it's betsyweiner.com .com. Okay. yeah mm -hmm. betsyweiner.com okay. so yeah so much it's again it's been a huge part of my own like I said my own journey um part of what happened when I got really into yoga was I also then really started educating myself about nutrition mm -hmm. because that was a huge part of yoga, of course. And they talked about you have to be a vegan if you're really going to do these sort of higher meditative or deeper meditative practices. You need to make sure that what you're taking in is pure and what that means. So I started studying a lot of that and um, really experimenting on myself. Let's see if this works. Let's see if this works. And for a number of years, I was a vegan for sure and raw foodie for a number of years mm, so just ate mm -hmm, raw food mm -hmm. and then went a little deeper <laughs> just, there's, there's deeper, there's than deeper that. still oh, wow. and pretty much subsisted on green juice and fruit for probably a good solid couple of years which also led to a really lovely eating disorder which now has a name which didn't then which is called orthorexia okay. which is a fear of eating anything that's not healthy a fear oh, of an I've actual fear oh, I don't know about this I've never heard that either it's really Really, uh, it's quite prevalent in society. Sure. People who are terrified of like, does right. that is that made with is that a GMO piece of corn? Is that a right. you know the panic that ensues yeah, yeah. Wow. around it? Okay. Um, huh. So I was anorexic, orthorexic, but of course under the guise of very good health because it was all green juice and right. what do you mean? Right. Sure. I mean, so that's... And how long ago was this, if you don't mind my asking? Yeah, it was probably the year from about the time I was about 20 mm -hmm. until I was about 25. Okay. Oh, that's 
them there's some rough years. Those were some dark days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, that's yeah. sort of the height of like, yeah. I need to be what people think I should be, not necessarily what I want to be. Kind of, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of pressure during those mm-hmm. years. So yeah. I, I get that. Well, and living in LA and mm-hmm. um, working sure. in fashion, so mm-hmm. being a photo oh, stylist. Yeah. So then you're kind of just getting it from every angle. You're kind of getting it from all <laughs> angles, for yeah. sure. And at the same time, the beauty and the support of, a yoga practice so it was also the dichotomy right. was pretty profound about yep. like well this is happening and this is happening they're happening right. simultaneously mm-hmm. so that was part of why i came back here was to get healthy was to get well and the emily program was just starting right so dirk the guy who started um the emily program was just starting so when i moved back i started going there and they were really helpful and, and of course they're a, huge now right I, something i know nothing of but is yeah. it a uh, an eating disorder it is. program yeah. Yeah. to it's help here. people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Lovely. Yeah. They're yeah. great. They're fantastic. Yeah. 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 So, so that was how I ended up back here. And mm. at the time, there wasn't a lot of yoga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there wasn't any yoga. 1995. <laughs> right. It was right. It was um, my friend Jen Gray was teaching out of the uh, fitness studio at Club Chalard. <laughs> I no idea. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, drawn a blank. I, 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 it's like, rare that I don't know something. He maybe stumbled past it really? a couple of nights. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> three <laughs> different kind of club. Right. Workout yeah. club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I was not looking for that not club. There. Not there. <laughs> but uh, she was teaching out of the fitness studio. So, and she was the only one teaching Ashtanga. There were other yoga teachers here, but I wanted sure. an Ashtanga teacher, and she was teaching. I think I found her around '90s seven or 98 but uh we would be lying in shavasana and like the weight room was right above us so it would be like bon jovi and like people (laughs) dropping weights which was really jim wasn't listening or wasn't lifting weights but he was definitely listening to bon jovi that was i'm still listening to bon jovi (laughs) represent i mean you know I had nothing, right. nothing bad to say. Yeah. No, there is nothing bad to say. No. Not at all. Not at all. Um, so, well, that's, yeah. Yeah. That's, so that's an interesting. Mm-hmm. That is a journey. Journey, yeah. Journey. It's a journey. So you're teaching now yoga? Well, yes. So <laughs> how does it work? Yeah. What do you do? <laughs> so I uh, went through teacher training in 2000 and two, 2001 and started teaching Ashtanga for Jen Gray at the Yoga Center in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. which had then moved out of Club Chalard mm-hmm. and into a studio <laughs> it's own, it's in own Golden home. Valley. And so I started teaching there, and at the same time was still educating myself. I'm just really constantly reading and learning, yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, met other teachers, started practicing with other teachers, a place called the Temple of Kriya Yoga, which is based in Chicago. Mm. So I started studying there, and then um, went there for retreats to get a certification. I actually never finished my certification through them. Mm-hmm. I really stayed in the Ashtanga world and started studying with other teachers, um, Kim Schwartz and Dharma Mitra, and I'm name dropping, but it, they're that's, all that's great. they're all sort of biggies in the yoga world. Rusty mm-hmm. Wells and and Baron Baptiste and. Um, I met my teacher, Yoga Rupa Rod Stryker, in 2005. So uh, my best friend who was living in San Francisco, she had met him and she was like, oh my God, you have to meet this guy. This is it. I'm like, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit, I was like, oh, I don't know. You know, right. right. Um, 
and a great uh, first response. right and yeah, through especially you to your best friend. It, yeah, that's totally. what you say. No, no, like, no that's exactly whatever. what you should say yeah. in that situation. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Do I really? Yeah. Do I really Thanks, need but to be? You know how many him? times you've yeah. ruined this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. But so through her, we got him to come to Minneapolis and do a training. And of course, she was right. Of course, mm. the minute yeah, I met right. him, I was like, "That's my teacher. Mm. Yeah, right. That's my mm. teacher." They say when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Yes. Well, I guess I was oh. ready. You were. Yeah. So um, cool. I started. I yeah, started, that is a good thing. Yeah. So I started mm-hmm. studying with him in 2005. Um, became initiated in the lineage, the Sri Vidya lineage, which is part of Tantra. We keep our clothes on different kind of Tantra. Yeah. There's, <laughs> not the Tantra. Not sex. that one. Yeah, okay. Um, hey, whatever. Whatever. Whatever, whatever, whatever you want. It's, it's not for us to I decide. mean, we can talk about that yeah, too, yeah. but might get more listeners for that oh, part. God, I don't know. <laughs> But then her father won't listen to Yeah, anymore. right. I right. don't know. Okay, we'll stop there. Hard Sarah, stop. Sarah, I don't know about this. Greg. I don't know. <laughs> That's what her dad will be saying. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but so I was initiated in 2007. He's one of what I, one of the things I really loved about my teacher is he has a teacher. Mm-hmm. I appreciate somebody who is as committed mm-hmm. to yeah. their own learning, sure. their own um, development as I am. Even, right. even as teaching. Yeah, yeah, right? I mean, I, and I feel like that even about the holistic health coaching mm-hmm. that I do when I talk to people because they sort of think, well, I can just do it myself. And mm-hmm. that's true. As a matter of fact, that's my job is to help you yeah. tune into the part of you that knows how to do it for yourself. Right. Um, but everybody has a coach. Like Serena right. Williams is the best in the world. She has a coach. LeBron has a coach. Right. right. That's a <laughs> yeah. great point. No, no it's true. Everything. Everyone yeah. needs help, right? Yeah. So, well, and you're yeah. letting your ego get in the way of things anyway at that point. Like, it, like let's just assume we don't know everything and <laughs> mm-hmm. then someone might teach us something new. <laughs> right. Maybe. Right. It's possible. Yeah. Well, and maybe just by asking the right questions to help you uncover the answers that you already you already know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. Right. And yep. that's one of the things I really love mm-hmm. about my teacher is he gives mm-hmm. us, it's just a total brain dump every time I go study with him. I it is, uh, it's really intense, but I come away feeling more empowered about my own journey mm-hmm. yeah. versus feeling like I have to follow his journey. Right. And to me, that's really what a guru or a teacher does is mm-hmm. by their own light, they help me see my light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So that's, that's yeah. the goal. Yeah. So started, so I've really been focused on teaching vinyasa and then para yoga. So I'm one of just a few, there's I think four or five of us now just um, in Minneapolis mm-hmm. or Minnesota that are para yoga certified teachers. The training is really intense. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm working towards a level two. There's only one other level two teacher here. Mm. So hopefully I'll have that by this fall. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just been a huge commitment of time and learning, but I can't imagine my life without it. Mm. Right. So that's really been the focus of the work that I do. I went through the Institute of Integrative Nutrition a few years ago to get my um, holistic health coaching certification. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's been the thrust of the of the holistic health coaching okay. piece. So one of the things I do, my teacher wrote a book a number of years ago called The Four Desires, and I'm certified Four Desires coach. I have too many certifications. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And each one looks a little. Off. No, but it's no, really not. interesting. No, no, you're okay. clearly, it is. You're it's, clearly okay. passionate yeah. about this, too. And I think, you know, this is, you're speaking like a little bit of a foreign language to me. Okay. When you're talking about <laughs> all this. I don't, no, no, it, but it's good because because I know there's a community of people around who are, are 
learning in this mm-hmm. and are, yeah. are getting into it. And, you know, we all see, we all see a, a local gal who guides us through meditation and she's got her certifications. Mm-hmm. I know she's into yoga too. I, if I could pronounce whatever her last name is, it's Jamie Lutz, but I, I don't remember her Lutz, but well, she's contact us for more information. Well, yeah. She's our, yeah. our hidden secret. But she yeah. is. Nice. I'll have to share okay. with the world. But she's a lovely, lovely person and she helps us out a lot. And it, and it's, it's like, okay, that's maybe us for me anyway, sort of, Dipping my toe in the water, you know. Yeah, that's very much because a lot of yeah. people wouldn't even expose themselves to that. And I've loved level, it. I right? mean, it, it, you I introduced it to all of us, and it's blossomed from there. So right. So I feel like the fact yeah. that you just happen to have already done all of these other things doesn't mean I, I'm interested in the language. Okay. You know. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're I'm not, all I'm not familiar in. with it, but right. I'm interested. And that's what makes in it, it interesting, right. Betsy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. it is. Yeah, so. and it's not. You're not okay. being self-serving. You're okay. you're you're showing us yeah. the information. We uh, we have taken up. I mean, we can talk for a few more minutes, but we've taken up most of our first thirty minutes. So, if you've, oh. oh, really? Yeah. Well, well that man, flew by. All, so when we lots of when we come about, back, I do. Well, we can I, talk for a couple. Minutes okay, longer. I yeah. do have a question for you because maybe you can share some insight for the listeners. Yeah. I we talk about this all the time. I struggle with sleep. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very tough for me over the years. What I, and I know it's meditation, it's good sleep hygiene, it's all of this. But what? How do you guide people? Mm. What suggestions do you give people? I know that's maybe something we can't answer. In a that might minutes. be pretty specific too. <laughs> but it could be specific. Yeah, I mean, my first question would be, what do you mean by sleep issues? What does that mean? Uh, like I can't fall asleep. Can't fall asleep. Mm-hmm. But once you do fall asleep, can you stay asleep? Sometimes, and then it's normally up at like that 2 a.m. hour for a couple of hours. Mm. Yeah. And what do you know? Do you have any insight on what the resistance to falling asleep is? I don't know. Okay. I think my brain is on overdrive. Mm. I wasn't going to say it for you. Sarah has a lot of anxiety <laughs> because because Sarah does all the actual work around here. So, you know, Sam and I are both probably, I, I mean, we've talked, I'm face planting in the pillow and I don't wake up until the morning, you know, I kind of, you, oh, what a, a night. You do a ton of work, give me a break. Yeah. Right, right but we do a ton of work, but I, I generally, and I think you feel this way too, like I carry, I carry almost usually no sure. concern nor guilt nor like i'm not i'm not needing to answer questions i i think from what i know of of kind of what you go through and other people go through it's sort of like all right well i'm gonna lay here in quiet land right and i i'd really like to go to bed but you know that thing you did earlier today that you didn't quite finish you should have freaking finished that oh you know do you remember when you made that misstep with that person <laughs> and you said the wrong thing and you never should have said it or Man, you know, tomorrow's going to be a big day. We got this other thing. And then the next thing you know, it's three hours later, and you're like, God, why can't I just shut this off? Whereas Jim and I are like, hey, off, bam. Right. You know, so. Right. We have to see it. It is, I know. Yeah. Okay. I, I know it's a it's a larger discussion. I just thought I'd put it out there because I'm, I'm. It's sure a it's, it's not a healthy only. discussion because you're not alone. All, you're not no, alone. And it's in all that. part of just your, you know managing. And I'm trying to do my own research too because I need guidance. But there's things that I have at my disposal too that I can start, you know, integrating. Yeah. I would. So. I mean, I would. A- I would want to ask you a lot more questions. Okay. Well, we can do that. We That's can do sort that of a personal line. session. Yes, sort of no, of course. I, of course. I think there is, and, and again, I'm dominating the conversation, but I think there yeah. is. 
I think we've created, they know, they know what to expect. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, No, but I think we've created, especially in our society, this, and and we're trying to tackle some of these things with Mm -hmm. the, with our tech that we're building, Mm -hmm. which seems weird to use tech to tackle it, but it's out there. Long form conversation, connections between people, a cessation of the constant bickering over political issues, the, the quick back and forth zinger, like Every yeah, time I want, turn on the news, I get so-and-so slammed it's Donald sound, Trump it's today. It's all like, sound bites. No I politics. Need, I know, not politics. Need, it's the, it's the, we need well, more substance. It's the headline even, that right. drives me nuts. We need it's more the, why are we all slamming each because other? Because there's, so, well, okay. It's so okay. silly. Okay. I guess what, what I also, just to put out there to, the, to our five listeners and hi, Dad, is that <laughs> I've <now>. been... <laughs> I'll tell my mom to listen. Yeah. Okay, good. We'll pump okay. it up. Now. We're going on a tangent now. I just no, want no. to reel it back. I, I'm going to reel it back here so we can break here. But yeah. I was going to say, I'm very open about my anxiety. I talk very freely with, yes. you know, I'm a very private person, but I'm, I talk freely about my anxiety because I'm not the only one. And I think that people should feel comfortable that we're not all perfect. We all deal with things in our own weird ways. So I just want people to feel comfortable. And if me talking about it a little bit or sleep problems, whatever, great. Just starting the conversation, right? Yeah, it's really important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and that's why I share with people about my past history with Mm -hmm. eating disorder, body image issues. It's obviously prevalent, not just for women, but for men too. Mm -hmm. And so it's important to talk about it. But Mm -hmm. um, the sleep piece for sure and the anxiety piece, these are things that I spend a lot of time with my clients talking about and it is important and we do need to we do need to address them and if just for a sound bite right right that and, you that know. uh depression tends to be a pathology about the past mm. and anxiety tends to be a pathology or disease about the future hmm. so those things are important but i'm getting better but yeah well and depression often is unresolved anxiety so mm-hmm. when the anxiety mm-hmm. doesn't get resolved it tends sure. to then why didn't I do that? It's mm-hmm. past, mm. right? And mm-hmm. so that starts to build up and build up. Mm-hmm. And so the practice of being in present moment awareness mm-hmm. is like any other practice that you do, and it's the only way to start accessing the spaciousness that you need right. to see them both for what they right. are right. versus a judgment about one or the other. Oh, and nice. on that note, Betsy, yeah. that's, that's really great... quite nice. Oh, that, yeah, no, I'm, I'm like, like she's oh, I'm, I'm like, oh my god, like I'm just like, you know, it's like she's got certificates. Yeah. <laughs> so many. Good All right, god. you guys, let's take, <laughs> let's take a quick little break. We'll come back. <laughs> Thank you for listening. I can't believe you've made it halfway through already. I'm sure you can't believe it as well. Uh, if you are not a family member of mine or Jim or Sarah's, uh, that's even more impressive that you've stuck with us this long. Uh, don't forget to visit our website, app, or uh, if you're in- interested in the institutional version, you can always check out kineticlegacy.us too. Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll start with the second half. Let's let's enter the second half by not talking anything about what we're going to talk about this time. How about we do that again?
Okay. I'm kidding. We're going. It started what? up already. Mean, that was too complicated. That was know. some sort of we, fancy we never, talk. I glossed over it. Yes, yeah, so did I. You guys looked at me like I was speaking <laughs> yeah. a foreign language. Do you know we do that sometimes with you? Not to let our tricks out, but sometimes we just like, gl- I just like. Mm. Yeah, no, I see it. <laughs> yeah, I, I do it What all I'm the saying time. is that it's absolutely entirely unscripted each time. And we of didn't course. even take, we take this little break in the middle. And I think that you're supposed to during these breaks, like, because we're not professional podcasters right you're doing great yeah it's fine but we're supposed to say we're supposed to say like okay when we get back um let's oh. talk about this for a little while oh. and then that and we just are like bam it's on right go well, we all right well let, let's let's lead into this one with Ooh, Jim um, has an agenda Ooh, yeah. where can people find you betsy yes, yeah well thank question. you for asking they yes. can find me at, on my website which yep. is www.betsyweiner.com okay. it's my website so yep. and how do you spell the last name yo w-e-i-n-e-r okay yeah okay. the traditional german spelling okay. right yeah wow well yeah. Weiner. Weiner. but yeah um so that's really where people can find me i am leading a workshop this thursday mm-hmm. um the 28th of february that's tomorrow mm-hmm. at mm. up yoga in okay. south minneapolis on sankalpa and yoga nidra so Part of what I was talking about before with Four Desires, this book that my teacher wrote, Mm -hmm. he really um, created a systematic process of uncovering your soul's purpose, what Mm -hmm. your greatest, really what your unique purpose is, Mm -hmm. and also to uncover what your greatest resistance is, Mm -hmm. and then how to build a life of intentionality, Mm -hmm. and what does that look like to live a life of intention that's aligned with your dharma. And he didn't just pull it out of thin air, it's ancient, it comes from these ancient texts called the Upanishads, and he just put them in a in a systematic process. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's I went through the I went through the process. I've done it a number done it a number Sounds of times. Sounds terrifying to me. It is terrifying like. for people. It is terrifying. But let's get in there but, deep. But one of our one of the things that causes the most suffering for most people is not knowing what we're here to do. Right. We're constantly uh, asking ourselves, what is, our what is my purpose? Right. What yeah. am I doing here? And right. what's next? Right. What am I supposed to do next? Mm-hmm. I have okay. no idea. Mm-hmm. I have a quick question. Yes. Uh, okay, so that causes the most suffering for most people. It, I get it. Yep. Yeah, it can. Is it, uh, is it, like, I've never, I've never really struggled with purpose. And I, I don't know, Jim, I feel like you haven't either. No, art and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, kids, can you treat yeah. us? I, I always just felt like, oh, this is where I'm supposed to be, and this is what I'm supposed to be doing right now. Yeah. It's just always but kind of But that's a sense of, like, the resiliency that you developed early on. It's a sense of, like, finding that contentment within yourself. And sometimes it's innate, and sometimes you need guidance. So, yeah, and I'm not, I'm not yeah. saying it as, like, a, I, this isn't a bragging thing. I just wonder, like, when I hear it, well, a, no, when bragging. I hear it. It's, it's not bragging. I hear that, and I think. Ah oh, shit! Am I missing something? Like, am I supposed to? Well, be, that's kind am of, I supposed yeah. to be more worried about things no, than I am? Because as you just said that, <laughs> you know, and I'm all like, kind of flipping over here. I'm yeah. pointing to the paintings. I'm like, I got it, you know. <laughs> and then you keep talking. And I'm like, wait, wait a second. Maybe, maybe I don't. Though maybe this isn't. You know, I'm I'm all confident, and then I'm secretly sitting over here, quiet, thinking like, shit. I don't know. Maybe, th- maybe I, maybe this isn't right. You know. Well, it's even like the podcast or whatever. Like, why did we start this? Because the, well, I guess the universe told us we should or something. Yeah. It was just like, well, here, here we goes, just start doing we it. We talk like, a okay, lot I'll buy about the equipment. Like, like that, yeah. you know, we just think it's right. But, yeah. but 
That's very interesting. So you find that though. I mean, so how do you how do you handle something like that? I mean, <laughs> it's a great yeah. question. So yeah, they start with well, reading the book. Or? Well, yeah. So yeah. first, you'd want to read the book. Mm-hmm. That's ideal. Mm-hmm. And then there's a workbook you can buy that I guide people through the work of the workbook. Or mm-hmm. if they don't want to buy the workbook, which I recommend they buy it. Mm-hmm. But if they don't, mm-hmm. I can walk them through the process as well. But to really to to speak to what you were saying. Not everybody's resistance or difficulties in life are around not knowing purpose. There okay. are other things that cause mm-hmm. difficulty and pain and suffering in our lives. Well, that that's life itself that, does that. Of course, right? <laughs> it's, it's got that worked out well. That, one, that one's clear. <laughs> yeah. But it's how we respond to it, right? right? And the ideas that we want to give ourselves. And you, spoke, you both spoke to it about um, Jamie. Is that her name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The meditation mm-hmm. teacher. Is what that does for you is it just increases your connection with spaciousness mm-hmm. so that you spend less time spinning mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. you know what am I supposed to be doing or why am I not doing that or, or why mm-hmm. isn't that working or that's frustrating me or whatever and you spend more time just in the awareness of well this, this is what I'm doing right now that yeah. level of, ac- yeah. ac- of acceptance mm-hmm. and a lot of people struggle with it and if you don't have any practice with it oh, yeah it just becomes oh, conceptual and you go well yeah. that's, lo- that's a lovely idea theoretically right. it sounds right. great but if you have no relationship to it, it doesn't take right. it doesn't take hold in your life. There's no way to access it. And you know, we spend, you know, at least twenty minutes, thirty minutes a day cleaning our bodies. We brush our teeth mm-hmm. and we mm-hmm. go to the bathroom, we wash, we take a shower, whatever it is, wash our faces. How much time do you spend cleansing your mind? Don't like right. zero you minutes don't. spending right. and you need to clear it. Yeah. You have to have the spaciousness. You have to be able to to determine uh, or really discern, I prefer really prefer the word discern, is this going to be helpful for me or is this not going to be helpful for me? Is this really... And so Four Desires helps um, really bring into focus that level of discernment. Mm-hmm. If this feels more aligned with my dharma, with my purpose, what I'm mm-hmm. here to do, then I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. And if it doesn't, if I feel that sense of resistance or discomfort, then I'm not going to do that. That doesn't feel right. right. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that you course correct faster right. than you did when you were 22. Right. And you were like, I'm still in the bad relationship or I'm still smoking right. or whatever it is. Right. And it goes yep. on and on and well, on. Well, that's the repeat behavior and right. whatnot. Well, and that's... Of- that is the piece is people continue to do the same things over and over again and they get so frustrated why can't it just be different why isn't it changing why isn't this well unless or until you start looking at what that resistance is which Mm -hmm. people don't want to do sure they would really prefer not to actually scary you know they're i don't don't, like to they (laughs) people are pretty comfortable in their discomfort because it's familiar it's easy right yep Mm-hmm. So I yeah. I push people through the yeah. discomfort mm-hmm. and I I help walk them through it and but I think really, there has to be honor. kind of a willingness to so some of these things that that maybe are uncomfortable for one person are not something that you yourself view as being something that bothers you or is uncomfortable for you I just think of yeah. like like a, sort of a a vice free life or a you know an entirely clean and, and intentionally purposed every moment of everyday life is something that uh, may sort of be beyond the grasp of everyone. For sure. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like a ton of work, you know? <laughs> I, and, and as you're talking, there's a great visual that I have of up here, you know, yeah, with the whiskey, the, with, yeah, with the whiskey bottles yeah. behind you. But And I am only making fun of No, but yeah, I mean, us, I, you know? but I think there's varying <laughs> levels of sort of 
I, I see as much as I enjoy some of the vices that I enjoy in life, I see people who are just struggling with them. And I think what's different between they and I, like, why is it that this is something that I can choose to sort of walk away from at periods of time? When I, like I don't turn to things that are normally considered vice in times of emotional discomfort. Because I know your, your strength. Yeah. I just know that the, now is yeah. not the time to do that. Yeah. That's silly. Um, and then I watch people who are just like, man, you really got to get some work done on this. Cause that's not good for you. What you're sure. up to, you know, but, yeah. but anyway, yeah. But so, there's a, but there's a place for all of it too. Mm-hmm. Is that, and this is really one of the things I do love about it is, you know, people think to live this spiritual life, I have to, to let go of, of my desire to want nice, like mm-hmm. nice things, mm-hmm. fabulous shoes, a great mm-hmm. bag, a fancy car, a big house. I mean, whatever that is. Right. Right. And really this, um, this approach is the opposite of that. This approach is you find the purpose of those things in your life so that it doesn't become the soul. That's not my whole driving purpose. Yeah. It can't be the end goal. Right. Where, where does it fit in? And I think that's what you're talking about Mm -hmm. is that sort of, where does it fit into my life? Can Mm -hmm. it, can it fit in? How can I make it do that in a way that's healthy? You know, we talk about it too. And, and I say to clients a lot, you know, Mother Teresa's dharma was to do what she did, obviously. Mm-hmm. Right. She didn't need money or a fancy bag or, right. you know, red bottoms to, like, mm-hmm. save the world. <laughs> right, right. You know, but Elon Musk, he does. He, yeah. needs, he needs that to yeah, do right. the work that he's doing in the world. So how right. can we judge that hers is good and his is bad? I'm right, right. there with you. Mm-hmm. So right. that's, you yeah. know, so if you see that's that sort of really fine-tuned or clear discernment of well this is I see it as a vice but I'm not it's not really a vice if you're not leaning on it to get you through times of stress if Mm -hmm. it has a place and a purpose and you feel joyful in that moment when whatever it is it's not harmful well that's why we can both shut everything off at the end of the day like there isn't (laughs) there are very few times no it it happens I mean there are times where I do something that I find regrettable you know, <laughs> damn it. Why did I do that when I, you know, I, I let myself go a little too far. It's almost always drinking, you know, and it's not a huge thing, but I'll just say that. Um, but it's like, okay, well, learn from that. Don't do that again. And let's move on. Yeah. You're not going to, you don't need to carry this with you as a, as a badge of your terribleness, yeah, you. you know, <laughs> I mean, most of the time you're not doing that. So let's avoid thinking that you're an awful person for the rest of your life because you because you made a mistake one night or something. So, sure. Betsy, what does yes. your workshop kind of thanks look for like? Us like, like, that's, like, that's like a, real yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks. thanks. All right. So, Sam, let's talk okay. more about too, Sam's drinking. Too right. much. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, okay. So you're doing a the workshop, workshop tomorrow, so, right? So, so the how, workshop tomorrow night. Do you yeah. show up? Do you? You do. You show sign up. Up? You would want to sign up on the, right. on the Up Yoga website. How many website. people are is in your workshop? Is there a I limit? Think there's is there space for twenty five? I think okay. we're at about twenty right okay, now, so sure. there's still a few spots left. Yep. And the workshop is focused on something called Sankalpa, and this comes out of Four Desires. Sankalpa is really um, an intention that is born of the heart. So uh-huh. an intention that aligns you with your higher purpose. It's an intention that you feel has no doubt but to become manifest. Mm-hmm. And um, 
And then we, we do some exercises. There's a meditation and some writing exercises. And then I guide you through something called Yoga Nidra. And Yoga Nidra is a very powerful meditative practice. Um, it's people love it because all you have to do is lie down. <laughs> so yeah, that's, people yeah, yeah. who really struggle with sleeping. People who, <laughs> well, well, someone is, soothingly talks in the background. Pretty much. That's what it is. <laughs> the idea is that you don't actually fall asleep, though. Right. Your body is asleep and your mind is asleep. You have a trace of consciousness. Uh-huh. But what uh-huh. happens is when your consciousness goes to sleep, uh-huh. when you plant the seed of that sankalpa, uh-huh. it tends to flower more readily than when you plant it with all the other stuff that goes on so in there. So is it going in your subconscious or... Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So the idea is to sort of, the idea is to, you know, if you're going to plant a seed in a garden, what do you do? You have to get the soil ready. You want to make sure it's fertilized properly Mm -hmm. and clean from all the weeds. Well, it's the same idea with your mind. Mm -hmm. You want to get old patterned thoughts, old negative beliefs, whatever it is that's keeping you stuck. And you plant those seeds of sankalpa in a way where it has no Mm. other option but to flower, to Mm. bear fruit. So that's, that's the, the, um, the focus of this particular workshop. It's one of my favorite mm-hmm. workshops. I know I'm not supposed to have favorites, but it's one of my favorite workshops. <laughs> That's okay. I have yeah. favorites, one of yeah. my favorite workshops to teach because it really it gives again it gives people the permission to um, create something for themselves mm-hmm. in a way that's mm-hmm. really intentional mm-hmm. and really clear mm-hmm. and to do it in a way, this practice of yoga nidra, it's just the ultimate in self care. Mm-hmm. It's it's really it's um, a 30-minute practice of yoga nidra, they say, is roughly the same as getting about three hours of sleep. Oh boy. So if you're really sleep-deprived, yeah. doing a consistent yoga nidra practice where you're mm-hmm. not falling asleep during the practice mm-hmm. can help with some of the sleep hormones. Right. So it's just something to consider. Mm-hmm. Sarah? Yeah. Speaking my language. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you might see a couple of us <laughs> <laughs> popping in, Betsy. I mean, I'm kind of like, yeah, I could I use that. Great, I mean. Right? And that's sort of like guidance, that focus. Even yeah. To, yeah. Yep. Well, yeah. Yes. The, I mean, that when I first started seeing Jamie, yeah, uh, it was, I think, maybe the sixth or seventh time that I did meditation where I actually finally meditated. Mm-hmm. I, the, the previous times, the first five or six were uh, me sorting through issues. I was compiling data, figuring out what which things first thing I need to work on, what's the next, and, and she could sort of see my mind mm-hmm. was racing, and it was, but it was a good practice. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I finally got to the point where, like, wow, I I actually did what I know I'm supposed to do. I'd never felt that way before, but I like I meditated today, and she's like, I know, I saw it, and then. <laughs> And now I can get right into it, but I can't yeah. do it. I can't do it without the guiding, mm-hmm. for some reason. Can't yeah. don't, well, except I fish and <laughs> and take nutrients. I mean, that's meditation. Yeah, that, I've, I yeah. know I can get there. Yeah. I've been there many, many times yeah. doing that. But um, if I'm just going to lie on the floor and, and meditate, it's it's got to be guided. But I think that that she's planting the seeds of getting to the point where we do this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know the yoga nidra mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. like she's already getting us part way toward the thinking about being able to do that and this is sort of i would assume the next step in- i it, and i just thought it's interesting we talk the three of us talk a lot about the universe and our journey with andalyn i've i think i can speak for all of us we very yeah. much agree the universe is playing a hand in this it's guiding us the right direction so it's funny that you're here today because sleep in the past week has been a big thing for me in particular. I always struggle, but this past weekend, so now it's interesting you're here. It's like, hmm, there's all these other avenues I can start kind of looking into and 
you know, getting that knowledge. So hopefully yeah. other people, our listeners, are getting the same guidance. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, mm-hmm. yoga nidra can be accessible for people who just can't meditate, who mm-hmm. just feel like I can't get my mind to shut off. Mm-hmm. There's no way. Right. And so nidra, because it's, it's um, you are being guided. It's quite specific. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a rotation of consciousness. So you're being led through something specific. Mm-hmm. Um, that can be much more accessible where people feel that experience that you're talking about, where they couldn't otherwise um, from just sitting and you know, there's so many different styles of meditation. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I talk about with clients a lot is, you know, I'm going to give you meditations. You can work with them. If those don't work, there's millions more mm-hmm. to choose from. Yeah, but, right. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, it's okay to not be monogamous with a, with a meditation practice right. as long as it's working for you. And the way you know that it's working for you is do you feel more peaceful? Mm-hmm. Do you feel generally more calm? Do you feel less reactive? Do you feel more clear? You know, all of those, if those things are coming into, into focus for you, mm-hmm. then it's working. And right. if it's not, then find a different practice. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Don't be so hard yeah. on yourself. It's yeah. true. And, and um, the people that I teach often will say, well, I just can't get my mind to be quiet. I'm like, no, nobody's mind just immediately is quiet. <laughs> no, doesn't. I understand that. Mine is. Mine is kind of quiet. Gold star. <laughs> well, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but Jim, I mean, honestly, I would I would assume that when you're making art, you're in yeah, your own Yeah, this zone. is completely you're... meditative yeah. for yep. me. It's a flow completely. state. And right? the work is kind of, you know. It's all about that anyway. Calming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's two variations. One static, one's calm. But um, yeah. Yeah. That's the practice. But you're tapped into the flow state. You're in that state where yeah. time is no longer an issue. And Completely. I mean, there there is a sort of, um, not sort of, there is a philosophical, historical differentiation in terms of what meditation is. Sure. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that for yoga nerds, you know, we love to talk about that stuff. Right. But for most people, they're just like, can I just turn off the chatter for yeah. a minute? And, yeah, right. that you seems know, to be like, what the end right. goal is right. in a lot of cases. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, what's this whole music thing all about? I was just going to say, I we got we to at least give a shout out yeah. to that. Okay. Yeah. So so the music thing. The music thing is this. I sang in, I sang in high school. My husband teases me that I lettered in choir in high school. <laughs> I didn't even know I could get a letter in choir in high school. But when yeah. I got it, I was like, sweet. <laughs> oh, you really did letter in high school. Oh, I thought you were oh. kidding too. No, I lettered. I have in, a letter Oh, that's choir. so sweet. All right. I didn't know that was possible. It's adorable. Um, yeah. Uh, anyways, <laughs> I meant that sarcastically. So, um, so I sang in some bands in high school. Yep. Um, shout out to Paul Long, Stacia, Sharon, <laughs> Dan Diebold, PJ Lee. Anyway, um, awesome. We uh, so we I sang in a band in high school, and when I first moved to LA, I sang in a, in a band. We did we messed around in LA here and there at some house parties and things, yep. which was really fun. Mm. So music is my greatest joy Mm. music and dancing Mm -hmm. it is just my happy place Mm -hmm. and so um i had an opportunity a number of years ago one of my good friends her husband and i actually went to high school together and he's a bassist in a band and he's and my friend said to me his wife you should really sing back up with the band. I was like, no, that's ridiculous. No, you should definitely you know? do that. And, uh, at the time, my good friend Jennifer, um, they asked us to do some backup 
singing and I'm like, sure, I can do some doo-wops and ooh-ah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And so we did. We joined the band and that was, I think, six or seven years ago, six mm. years ago, uh, which was great. And unfortunately, Jen moved uh, back to L.A., and uh, Andy left the band, so new bassist. And my friend Carrie, who's an actual singer, like she, like, like went a, to like college for a singing. Oh, yeah. you know, like, oh, she can sing, sing. I just right. kind of, I wing it. But, um, but so she and I have been singing with the band ever since. And, and we have I've a, we seen have a your band yeah. a few times, yeah. Stereo well, Kitchen. Fun. Stereo Kitchen. Yeah, and you guys are great. I it's mean, fun. Where, you where guys you? both would, I mean, well, you're great. Well, we're playing this Saturday. That's right. We're playing this Saturday at Birch's out in Long Lake. Okay, so yeah. um, we generally don't get our podcast out next day. So, well, so these promotional things, no, yeah. but if you're playing anytime, even a little bit after that, just give up. Do you have a specific date? I, the next one? Yeah, I don't know the spring dates. I know we are playing a festival, um, like the moon, I think it's called the Moon Dance Festival in Walker, oh, Minnesota. Oh, yeah. I know it well. Yeah. yeah you're so playing that? We're that's going to be that. Moon Dance awesome. Jam. July 20th. Yeah. So I know that one too. There. Yeah. yeah. On the bill with Skinner. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> man. Oh, Jim. <laughs> yeah. Boy, I know where, where Jim Ooh. wants to be. In. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> what is that? Isn't that around Memorial Day? It's no. uh, July 20th. It's middle of yeah. summer. Middle right of in the summer. middle of summer. Yeah. 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 I was always so. at camp for it. Missed it. Yeah. That may be a, a good road trip. We were talking about our yeah, road trip. Yeah, totally. Do it. Yeah. Do no. it. No. We'll get you backstage passes. <gasps> is that the full oh dance jam? Is that like, because they've got that part. I think so. Yeah, it's a big event. That's going to be yeah. super fun. Yeah. So yeah. that's, it's, it is, it is really just pure joy. It's yeah. ridiculous amounts of joy. Um, and So yeah. what do you guys so. play? Co- I mean, we're just cover. We're a cover band. We, yep. We're, uh, Carrie and I sing some Aretha Franklin. We've mm-hmm. got a Kiki D song. We've got some Skinner. Um, Aerosmith. We've got some country tunes. Uh, nice. Uh, I can't bon Jovi. We do. We uh, sing a Bon Jovi song. We do. I can't. All of a sudden, I can't think of the song. Um, <laughs> Living on a prayer. No, it's not. It's uh, kind of putting her on the spot. Sorry. Uh, sorry. It's all right. <laughs> Is it like a rock song? Dead or alive. Oh, Dead or alive. Oh, oh yeah. That's a Classic. good one. Got, that. <laughs> uh, got some Prince and David Bowie, oh, wow. and we do we do it all. You do we do, do it, it all. It's yeah, really, it's really they're great. It's fun. They're incredible musicians. Mm-hmm. These guys are just. It's a big band too. There's How many? Ni- there's nine of us. Yeah. Huge band. Yeah. 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 So big sound. Yeah. And you play, um, yeah. You play locally, I assume, as well. We do. So we play do- at Bunkers. We play at the Fine Line. We played out at the Narrows. We play at Birches, and then we did have a gig a few years ago in Vegas. We played a oh, conference, uh, conference in Vegas. No fun. It was it was interesting. Yeah, I'm sure. What? Was it kind I'm of sure. intense? Okay, to be, like going out there. It was just. It was at a lawyer, uh, oh, some sort of lawyer, lawyer convention. Yeah. Oh God, uh, I can only I was, imagine. Just, <laughs> did they appreciate it? Sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they did. I think, yeah. I think they did. A little bit of music. Right. I believe they did. Right. I, I don't know. In their, in their way, they did. In their sure. way, they did. Mm. It's just... It, yeah, they're lawyers. Cool. Lawyers yeah. enjoy things, too. Oh, I'm they sure. do. I'm yeah. Yeah, yeah. kind of. No, they just Some don't emote as much sometimes. <laughs> they're, they're tempered by reason and logic. Mm. We need and a then, break from lawyers. We don't say that. Most oh, of our I, clients I know, are lawyers. Plus, we have all these lawyers around us that we love. I know. That's what I... <laughs> I'm just teasing. You're good. You're good. I know it's, it all drives us crazy. We love our lawyers. We do love our lawyers. Yes, we do. <laughs> we, do. we love we our do. audience. Lucky. Yeah. My dad's a lawyer. So oh, I that's a boss. Yeah, lawyers are great. Lawyers are great. We <laughs> love our audience. It was oh. my favorite song. Not my favorite song, but a favorite song of my group. And 
in high school, Bauhaus. Anyway. Oh, I love Bauhaus. Yeah. Yeah. Way, yep. to bring, way to bring it back. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Kicking it so as school. a matter of fact, bringing it back, what I will say yes. <laughs> is that, let's take it back to the four desires for a second. Yes. Right? Yeah. Because there are four. One of the four is Kama, if you've ever heard the Kama Sutra, yeah. right? this text. Um, that Kama just means pleasure. And mm-hmm. oftentimes when we don't have enough joy and pleasure in our lives, we turn to other things to give us joy and pleasure, like, mm-hmm. like food or alcohol uh-huh. or too much uh-huh. sex. Uh-huh. Or too much. Uh-huh. There are all kinds of things that we do that, right. are, that become sort of the pathology as opposed to just do the things that make you happy, bring sure. you joy. How silly are you? I mean, we yeah. were talking... Right. You know, disco roller skate party right, outside right out the there. studio. When Betsy came in, she's like, Dis- "Disco roller skate." You know what I mean? Like sure. out there that, in the yeah, courtyard because space, it's yeah. huge. Yeah, right? Just yeah. don't do it around the top part because you could push someone over the edge <laughs> yeah. and then they're gone. Well, it's yeah, yeah. and that's but, tiled. Too, but so. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be bumpy. But you were talking about grabbing the skateboard. Yeah, the skateboard cruise. up so there. Just yeah, things that bring you joyfulness. Yes. And, yes, and we need more of that. I mean, you were talking too about just being overwhelmed by. You know, it's like a fire hose in your mouth with information. And one of the things I tell people who can't fall asleep at night is put yourself on a news fast. So after a certain time of day, no more news. Stop. You can't digest it. You right. can't process it anymore. I just have stopped looking at the news. But No, I'm, I'm aware. I, I yeah. Say, but yes, but you're right. Yeah. Shut it down. But no judgment. I mean, if yeah, you don't yeah. want to look at it at yeah. all, don't look at yeah. it at all. But find a place you're right. for it because mm-hmm. we just, we can't, we can't possibly. Keep consuming all well, of and, this. And we live in an era in this, you know, we yeah. live in an era when it, when the 24-hour news cycle is consuming all of us. And it really isn't doing it, it isn't doing it with the right motivations, perhaps. I talk about all this transactional stuff that happens <laughs> in the world. The, the transaction there isn't, I want to give you the news. It's, I want to sell more time with people viewing what I've got sure. so I can mm-hmm. sell ads. That's across all media. Yep. And, and so it'd be nice to shut it down a little bit. Here um, and, there. and one thought that just came to my brain, my younger sister, um, I was talking with her about Andalyn. She, You haven't met her, but she knows Sam very well. She said, I'm really jealous of you guys. I'm jealous of you guys because you have thinking time, in quotes, right? Mm-hmm. Thinking time where... People say, what do you do all day? And a lot of it is just we're talking, but we're talking, and that's how these ideas form. That's how Andalyn came about, how we're able to expand this business. And I think that's what's so missing in today's society because we're overscheduling ourselves. We overschedule our kids. We're mm-hmm. watching the news or we're playing Candy Crush or something on our phone. <laughs> yep, crushing candies, <laughs> baby. Because people need, you know, it's like, no, you can be still and silent and be have that reflective or have a, an interesting conversation with somebody. So I just yeah. need to throw that in there. Yeah, well, long, long form conversation. Mm-hmm. And well, and you had mentioned that earlier. I, I was listening to a scientific podcast thing the other day. This um, doctor was talking about the dopamine hit yeah. that kids mm-hmm. get from playing mm-hmm. video games. Yeah. yeah, it's starting to flood their brains so much that it's when you do because um, interpersonal communication also gives you a dopamine hit. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when we sit and look at each other and have a conversation, right. we get a nice little dopamine yeah. hit. We feel connected. It feels and there pleasurable. Have been... But now the kids are so. Um, desensitized yeah. to this kind of communication that we have to teach that we have to give them permission to step away it, it has a place but we right. just have to give them permission and help them understand mm-hmm. this is actually it's a natural high just mm-hmm. being in communication mm-hmm. being in in the Amongst proximity of, yeah. of other people and connecting mm-hmm. with them throughout this podcast throughout the last hour i would say we've had three or four at least 
moments where someone has said something that sparked us all to laugh sort of, you know, all at once. And I'm watching the monitor here oh, and I'm watching everything mm-hmm. spike. And I'm, I'm thinking, well, that's really cute. You know, here, I mean, it's <laughs> but that's the beauty. Of yeah, that is. That's the nice thing about can, this. It doesn't yeah. bother me a bit. I love yeah. it as a part of our yeah. podcast. But but I was I, unrelated. I was thinking about this the other day. Do people do people ever have those kind of spontaneous group no. uh, laughing fits where <laughs> no. no one can stop anymore? Because no. that used to happen all the time. And I wonder if I think it, our cell right. phones didn't take it away from us. I, that's a really good. That's yeah, a really good insight. I mean, I I wonder if yeah. we just if if those dopamine receptors that that would allow us. Do you remember those fits where even adults, like everybody them. in the yeah. room, was like, "Just stop it! Don't even look at me!" <laughs> oh my god, I can't stand it! <laughs> no, I said stop because yeah, it yeah. almost hurts. You're right. laughing oh, so yeah. much. I don't remember the last time that happened oh, in, a, in a group. Uh, I do. I think maybe. I think maybe with my sister or someone like I yeah. can see the three of us. Yeah. You know, like I think we're, yeah, I we're more it. privy to uh, to that. Yeah. But I think you're right. A, a person. I'd like every to see day. more of it. Well, hey, me it too. Is a yeah. fun, right. That is, it is one a of weird, those fun pieces of thing. joy. You know, that yeah. is overlooked and it's free and you can get it oh, every day. It's and free. you can only get it. I mean, you go to any restaurant these days, and all all six people at the table <laughs> oh, are doing just... this. You can only get it if you purposefully take the time right, to yeah. sit and actually talk to people mm-hmm. long enough to find mm-hmm. something strike you that amusing. It's so, true. Yeah. Well, and I know, like our band, like I said, these guys are they're amazing and they're hilarious. Mm-hmm. Right. So when right. we have rehearsal, it is just a full on like we're singing, but we're also but like you're, you're laughing and you're engaging. jokes. Yeah, and of course. Right. Up. So yeah. there is that piece, but. Um, one of my teachers, Dave Romanelli, great guy. He's written a number of great books. Um, he talked about when he was in college, he went back and, and looked at a video of he and his uh, fraternity brothers in college. He said, I was watching the video, and the thing that struck me the most is we were all sitting together, and everybody was talking to mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. He said, I sit down at a table now, and everybody's looking at their phone. Yeah. Nobody's talking to each other. Mm-mm. Right. So you have to make a conscious effort. We're going to have to police that, ourselves you know? on this because yeah. this isn't going anywhere. It, it, they're not it's going not. away. They're super useful tools. There's yeah. a lot of benefit that have has been derived from the advent of these things. But we're going to have to figure out how to better well, regulate yeah, it's ourselves you taking on these. The control back yeah. of your life, which yep. ties back to everything you're doing with well-being, wellness. Is- yeah, mm-hmm. and that yep. is that's mm-hmm. the piece of the holistic health coaching, and and part of what I do is is teaching you know giving people permission again just to tune in to the intuitive sense of i know what's right for me i don't mm-hmm. need to have someone else tell me nope. what's right for me or wrong for me and how do i get there what does that look like what does that mean for me and so we get to we get to i, I feel fortunate that i have the opportunity to sit one on one with people and really connect of course and facilitate that process for them well i think uh, sam's motioning to me yes. that that's our that's our podcast yeah, for the day. I, you know what? It was a great way to end. And, and this oh, was yeah. very, very engaging. And I really enjoyed your Me time too. here. What a pleasure. Thank Betsy, you so thank much. Betsy, thank you. Thank you for coming. Thanks for what coming. you're doing. You know? Yeah, thank you. Thank you. you guys yeah. If, uh, <laughs> one last little plug. If any of your super funny, super friendly bandmates want to come in and talk to us at any point. we, we sure they'd love This to. is an open forum. We, we oh, are not seeking. Uh, we're seeking a, a connections with anyone who cares to come in that's okay. really our thing mm-hmm. we're not looking for just celebrity or whatever we're looking to talk to anybody in the community who cares to come in and talk to us so. right on 
All right. Love it. Thank you very much. Bye, Dad. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. We love comments and feedback, so go ahead and let us have it. If you'd like to learn more about Andalin and other legacy projects, visit the website at andalin.app or kineticlegacy.us. Take care.